Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey guys, listen, for the sake of professionalism, I said erotic dreams, but actually I'm going to be tackling on what the Bible has to say about wet dreams. And I'm going to give you seven points on how to be absolutely set free from being attacked with erotic dreams from a biblical perspective. Actually, I'm going to talk to you today on part two of... My last scope of helping people get delivered from masturbation. But today we're going to be tackling uh, what the Bible has to say about wet dreams. All right. Now, I know that that's probably not the best term to use. Uh, So I said erotic dreams. All right. So we're going to get into the scriptures today. I'm going to wrestle with you. I'm going to show you from the Bible uh, where do this where do these dreams come from? And then I am going to give you. Nine steps on how, on how to be erotic dream free. Now, what we're not going to be talking about today is incubus and succubus. Not going to be dealing with that. I'm actually going to be dealing with just, uh, what the Bible has to say about, uh, about erotic dreams or wet dreams or emissions of the night or nocturnal emissions. So turn with me, uh, to the book of, let's jump right into this thing. Amen. Well, God bless you. Make sure that you share this. Um, then I want to encourage you go to my last scope of how we were helping people uh, get set free from masturbation, 12 steps to get set free. Uh, so that way you can see how I'm literally on my apostolic revel- revelation stuff to help people get some solutions uh, to the to their attacks at night. All right. All right. So let's uh, jump into Leviticus chapter 15. Well, God bless you. I love you guys. Amen. Leviticus 15. Verse 16, let's actually address what the Bible says. Verse 16, I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Um, you guys can follow me in the King James, in the King James Version. All right. Whenever a man has an emission of semen, he must bathe his entire body in water and he will remain ceremonially unclean until the next evening. Verse 17, any clothing or leather with semen on it must be washed with water and it will remain unclean until evening. All right. Now turn with me now to the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 23, Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse, verse 10, Deuteronomy 23, verse 10. Look what it says. Any man who becomes ceremonially defiled because of a nocturnal emission must leave the camp and stay away all day. Verse 11. Toward evening, he must bathe himself and at sunset, he may return to the camp. All right. So uh, the Bible is not even hiding it, pulling any punches. It's literally just letting you know that there are moments uh, where you and I, uh, specifically men more than women, uh, but there will be moments where there will be during the night seasons, an emission of semen, according to the scripture or the Bible says, and he, 
a release of issue. The Bible uses the word, King James uses the word issue, uh, but some of the modern translations uh, uh, use actually the word semen. All right, here's the first thing that I want to establish here. We're gonna, I'm gonna help you identify where does this come from, um, and then what does the Bible have to say, and then I'm gonna give you nine steps on how to begin to get set free. So the first thing I need for us to understand is this, is... Uh, erotic dreams or wet dreams or an emission at night or nocturnal release is not a sin. It is an uncleanness. And here's something that that's going to literally blow you away is uncleanness is not sin in the Bible. Uncleanness in the Bible means you are unfit for Levitical service. Let me say that again. Unclean in the Bible means that you are ceremonially unfit to function in the sanctuary. That does not mean that you are sinful. It does not mean that you are sinful. And I think that the problem here has always been uh, improper exegesis. We assume that uncleanness means sin. Uncleanness in the Bible is not a sin. It just disqualifies you ceremonially from functioning in the tabernacle, especially if you was a Levitical priest. It means you are ceremonially unclean. Unclean does not mean sin. Second, uh, God cannot hold you accountable for an involuntary uh, involuntary uncleanness that happened to you while you were sleeping. For God is just. God is just, which means you would have had to make the willful choice uh, to, uh, to violate the terms of the covenant between or the law of Moses. At night, you are not conscious on what's going on. You are sleeping, but your senses are still, you see anything? Uh, your senses still keep moving. All right. Now we're going to get into that. Now I, I, I need, uh, to address this so that way we could deliver those that are struggling with what, with erotic dreams. Let me deliver you from false guilt and let me deliver you from false shame. And let me deliver you from false condemnations. You are not being held accountable for what you're dreaming about when you're sleeping. Second, the Bible says, if you were to have a nocturnal emission, you are unclean, not in sin. You are unclean, not in sin. So be delivered from that. Be delivered because I know people who have erotic dreams and then they wake up the next day feeling immensely guilty, feeling under a mantle of condemnation, feeling uh, that if Christ was to come, they would not be going. And such is not the such is not the case. Write it in the chat room. Uncleanness is not sin. Uncleanness just disqualifies you. Uh, from movement or from functioning in the temple. And watch this. And uncleanness has a expiration time, which means at a certain point, you will no longer be unclean. In this case, the man was unclean until evening. Do you see what I'm saying? Which means whether he did anything or not, as soon as the sun went down, the uncleanness is gone. Sin is not like that. Sin will not leave until you repent. When you repent, it becomes resolved. But uncleanness resolves itself on its own according to the scripture. The Bible says, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. How many of you ever woke up Feeling funky, meaning in the sense of you're in a bad mood, right? What do you tell people out of respect? Let me be, I'm not a morning person. Let me have my coffee and uh, catch me later. What are you actually saying? Meaning at this moment, I am not ready for functioning with talking. 
Let me get my coffee. Let me get my bagel. Let me get my breakfast. Let me settle in. And what happens? What happens? You start functioning. Did you catch what I just said? It's the, I'm giving you a, a parable to help you understand a spiritual metaphor. Did you catch what I just said? So according to scripture, the whole book of Leviticus, I would say 70% of it is about uncleanness. What, what did I say? Uncleanness is not sin. It re, what, what happens is it, it disqualifies you from functioning at that moment. Let me give you an example of that. If you know that you are in an ill mood, you should not be functioning and laying hands on folk. Why? Because you're transferring that stuff on people. Did you catch it? It doesn't mean that you're in sin. It just means that you know at the moment I'm unclean, which means I'm not fit to be functioning right now because I'm in a bad mood. Did you catch it? Humongous, big Big, big difference. But, but, did you catch it? But, watch this. It does reveal nocturnal erotic dreams do reveal a symptom of a deeper issue. A symptom of a a deeper issue. Now watch this. Turn with me to Psalms 24. Psalms 24, let's, let's tackle where do wet dreams come from or erotic dreams. What, what, what do they come from? Because it does still disqualify you. So in that place of disqualification, in the sense of in the Old Testament, that means that there was something that God was saying at when you get it, don't function. So let's find out what the Bible actually has to say and where does this come from? Where do they come from? Am I talking good? All right, look at this. Psalm 24. I'm going to show you something. Um, I get into this, uh, this psalm in my upcoming book, Shameless Plug. You need to go get it. Pre-order it on Amazon. The Secrets to Deliverance. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, I get into it in detail in my upcoming book, this psalm. Now watch this. Look what it says. Verse seven. Now I'm reading it in New Living Translation, but the King James Version, uh, says it slightly different, slightly different. But look what it says. Look what it says. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors. Now King James Version says, open up everlasting gates. Open up the everlasting doors, right? I love that Psalm. One of my favorite Psalms, right? Now look at this. And let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord invincible in battle. Verse nine, open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of, the Lord of heaven's armies. He is the king of glory. Now watch this. The King James Version says, open up the everlasting doors. Open up the everlasting gates. Well, watch this. What are these everlasting doors and everlasting gates? Is not the pearly gates of heaven. And it's definitely not doors. The everlasting doors. Notice, watch this. Notice how the the text does not say eternal doors. Did you catch it? Notice how it did not say uh, eternal gates. It said everlasting. Watch this. I'm going to bless you. This has everything to do with erotic dreams. This is, I'm going to show you what these doorways are. Watch this. The reason why it's not eternal, because eternal means always existing, having no beginning, no end. But everlasting has a beginning, but it doesn't have an end. Who is everlasting? You and I are everlasting. The human spirit. Did you catch it? The human spirit, once it is created by God and blown into a fetus in the womb, that spirit is now everlasting, which means it has a beginning, but will never end. Now watch this. So the everlasting doors are your eye gates, your ear gates, your smell gates, your touch, your see, hear, taste, touch, smell. Did you catch it? So when the Bible says, open the 
everlasting doors, what he is saying is open up your eyes, let God fill your eyes. Open up your ears, let God fill your ears. Open up your mouth. The Bible says that when you speak, God will fill it. Did you catch it? There is even an aroma of God. Now watch this. Let's go step further. Turn with me. I'm going to drive this point in. Ezekiel chapter 43. So the everlasting doors are your eyes, ears, mouth, nose, touch, hands. Did you catch it? Good stuff. All right. Your mind, your subconscious, your emotions. These are everlasting doors and everlasting gates or ancient gates or ancient doors. Ezekiel chapter 43, this has everything to do with erotic dreams. I have to drive this point in so that you can see where these dreams are actually coming from. Ezekiel, watch this, chapter 43, watch this, verse 10. Look at this, Ezekiel 43, verse 10. Look what it says, son of man, describe to the people of Israel the temple I have shown you. Well, what is the temple? You're the temple. The temple of what? The temple of the Holy Spirit. Now you keep, if you read this and you think temple, you missed it. Because Ezekiel was being shown a spiritual temple. The whole book of Ezekiel is about the human spirit. The whole book. If you don't know that, you keep thinking that he's talking about uh, the post-exile temple. Um existing during the 70 year Babylonian captivity. That's impossible because during Ezekiel's prophecy, Ezekiel was in captivity and there was no functioning in the temple for 70 years. So he's not talking about the physical temple. He's talking about the spiritual temple. You're the spiritual temple. Now watch this. Look what it says in verse 10, son of man, describe to the children of Israel the temple I have shown you. So they will be ashamed of all of their sins. Let them study its plan and they will be ashamed of what they have done. Look at verse 11. Describe to them all the specifications of the temple, including its entrances and exits and everything else about it. Tell them about its decrees and laws. Write down all these specifications and decrees as they watch so they will be sure to remember and follow them. And this is the basic law of the temple. Absolute holiness. Did you catch what I just said? God was showing Ezekiel the specifications of the laws of the entrances and the exits. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> your ear gates is an entrance, but nothing comes out your ears. It's an entry. Your eyes, right, is both an exit and an entry. You receive sight and you foresight. It's an entry and an exit. Did you catch it? Your nose gates is an entry and an exit. Your mouth Exit and an entry. Did you catch it? So all of the, what is he talking about? Well, very simple. Your five senses, your ears, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your touch, all of this stuff are doorways and portals. Did you catch it? Watch this. Let me go even a step further. Turn with me to second Timothy. This has everything to do with erotic dreams. I'm just trying to help you understand proper exegesis so that you can see it. Now watch this. Second Timothy chapter two. Look at this verse. Watch this. Chapter two, verse 25. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Verse 26. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. So how do you escape from the devil's trap? When your senses get delivered. The verse here says that when truth comes, watch this, when truth comes, it's not enough. Your senses have to regulate that truth. And when your senses get in line, what happens? You come to a place of deliverance, right? 
So watch this. Watch this. So when you're helping people get delivered, you need to help their senses get delivered before you even get to their spirit. You got to you got to go through all of this. Now, I could give you more verses. Write this down, but I'm not going to read it. Hebrews chapter five talks about having your senses uh, trained to distinguish. So your senses have to be trained. All right. Last verse before I get into where do these erotic dreams come from? Watch this. I'm going to give you one more. Watch this. Luke 11. Luke 11. Write this down. Luke 11 talks about, watch this. The lamp of the body is the eye. If the eye be evil, then the whole body will be full of darkness. How many of you read that? Luke 11 says the lamp of the body is the eye. So therefore, if the eye be evil or if the eye be not uh, good or if you got specks in your eye. So now, you know, when Jesus said, first, take the speck out of your eye. He's not talking about your eye. He is talking about your eye. Did you catch it? If you get the speck out of your eye, then the whole body will be full of light. Light. Did you catch it? All right. So the whole body means, watch this, the areas of your subconscious, even the deep inner recesses of your soul. If your eye is good, then your soul will also be good. All right. So I just wanted to throw that out there. All right. Let's jump into the second half of this thing. Okay. Where does erotic dreams come from? And where are they coming from? Why the, why do Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, kingdom fivefold folk, evangelical believers, holiness believers go to bed at night and then they have an erotic dream that causes them to have a nocturnal emission, the way the Bible says it, right? Well, I'm going to show you that, which, watch this. All right, a wet dream, and if you're getting them consistently, it is a sign that there is a deeper issue going on. And I'm gonna give you an example, is I don't have these type of dreams, but I did, I used to when I was single in the Lord. Did you catch it? Right now, I don't have those type of dreams. I don't even struggle with that. Do you see what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell, I'm going to show you why. All right. They are an indicator of deeper issues. Now, remember, I didn't say sinful issues. I said deeper issues. Number one, what, let me give you a couple. Let me give you a couple of reasons. And then I'm going to give you the nine steps and we're done. All right. Number one is what I call thumbnails. Thumbnails, watch this. Many of us are not watching full-blown pornography, neither soft porn. But what happens is we are watching soft porn in glances. I call them thumbnails. Let me give you an example. YouTube does not allow pornography. But how many of you have seen pornographic thumbnails on a video? They're right there on the video. It's straight porn. Then the video itself is not porn. It is a thumbnail. That, watch this. A thumbnail is enough. Watch this. Enough thumbnails will produce a movie. Did you catch it? A thumbnail, watch this, is a frame. A movie is frames. When we sit in front of a movie, we are watching frames, a bunch of frames. Within one second of a movie is 24 frames per second. Did you catch what I just said? We got 30 frames per second. We got 60 frames per second. Now watch this. You might not be watching porn, but since you got saved, you have a whole movie of frames of thumbnails in your subconscious. 
Even if you don't watch the video, it's enough as you keep scrolling. Uh, you have enough there for the flesh to play around with. Did you catch it? Enough thumbnails in your subconscious is enough for the flesh to play around. Have you ever saw, have you ever had a glance of something pornographic? You turned away, but you couldn't get the image out of your head the whole day. That's, that's a thumbnail. That is a frame per second. Did you catch it? So watch this. The truth of the matter is we spend people who struggle with erotic dreams or, uh, wet dreams usually are people who have unregulated thought life with movies in their mind through thumbnails, not sitting there watching porn, but enough imagery. Let me, let me share a secret with you. When I scroll my timeline on Facebook, I'll be honest with you. People post a video, let's just say of some kid getting smacked on a bus and getting bullied. I delete the person. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I delete the person or I unfollow that person. Why? Because I don't want to see that stuff. I don't want to be made aware of that stuff. Listen, you might be a person might be thinking, well, I'm just letting people make be aware of what's going on. I don't listen, man. You know how hard it is to get that image out of my head. That's why when people started promoting videos of ISIS beheading people, I unfriended folk real quick. You want to get an unfriend from me? Be one of those sharing videos like that on your timeline. I will unfollow you and I will unfriend you and even have to block you. Why? It has nothing to do with you is that I am protecting my eye gates. I'm protecting my ancient doors. I don't want to see somebody getting smacked up. And then I, and then what happens is now I'm upset. Now I'm getting all hood and I'm getting all street and I'm getting all hip hop. And I'm like, what? Like, and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? It's because you shared some video of somebody getting hit, smacked up. And in my mind, I'm like, I can't get rid of that stuff. So I'm sorry, guys. Uh, the number one thing, uh, is, uh, people that struggle with nocturnal emission is that they're, they're given to a lot of thumbnails. Okay. Number two, the number two reason, the number two reason why uh, people struggle with erotic dreams or nocturnal wet dreams is this. They, they soak in the secular too much. Don't get mad. I'm just going to say it. These folk are believers who listen to hours of secular music. They still listen to hip hop. They still listen to Young Thug. They still listen to Rihanna. They still listen to Drake. They still listen. Listen, they are soaked in secular, which listen, don't get mad. I'm not criticizing you for it. It doesn't take you to hell. But these are people who soak way too much hours on the secular in their car on the way to work they listen to hours listen they spend an enormous amount of hours watching tv listen uh they spend an enormous amount of hours watching these steamy sitcoms on tv now i'm not saying tv is a sin but listen they spend an enormous amount of hours watching steamy uh sitcoms you know uh not talking about Regular TV sitcoms. I'm talking about these Empire, uh, Sugar Daddy. Uh, of course you're going to have a wet dream watching Sugar Daddy. Listen, listen, don't get mad. Listen, I'm talking real, man. These folks soak in the secular all day and, and, and half of them are prophets. Half of them are leaders of churches. And what's crazy is sometimes they even go on their Facebook and talk about it. They'll say, yo, Olivia Pope is wilding right now. And then people start talking. Nah, I'm not against the show. But hey, listen, watch that stuff at your own discretion, especially if you're going online talking about it. So most second point is these people have these individuals have soaked themselves in the secular. Uh, there's just a lot of worldly. There's a lot of carnality and worldly music in their iPods and iPads and all that stuff. Number three is this. 
These individuals have rogue fantasies. Uh, rogue fantasies, which means there's nothing wrong with fantasizing, but rogue fantasies means that you are a daydreamer, which means you don't have regulated thinking. Your fantasies go there. You spend an enormous amount of time in a dream world. You're always in fantasies. Can't function, can't do your work, can't finish a task. These individuals have rogue fantasies. Nothing wrong with fantasies, but rogue fantasies means you're given to double-mindedness. Your mind wanders and it could be an hour before you come back to planet Earth because you just went there and then your fantasy had a fantasy and then your fantasy's fantasy had a fantasy and then you just lost in the sauce, rogue fantasies. All right. Number, next point. Number four is, um, uh, unresolved soul ties, unresolved soul ties, which means you have soul ties that are unresolved. Um, this one doesn't need for me to explain it. There's a lot of teachings out there about soul ties, unresolved soul ties, which means you still got a little, a little, a little feeling, a little kudio feeling for your ex, for your ex-boyfriend, for your, this preacher, whatever the case may be, unresolved soul ties. You need to get deliverance and all of that stuff. All right. Look at this. Watch this. The next point is number five is incubus and succubus. Incubus is succubus is demons assigned to attack you sexually at night, impersonating both a male gender and female gender. Not going to get into that today. All right. Next point. Number six is this. Um, I believe I'm on number six. All right. Yeah. Number six is this uh, unfulfilled. Listen to me. Unfulfilled sexual uh, expectations. Now watch this. Watch this. This is, I'm going to tread lightly with this one. Am I talking good? I'm going to tread lightly with this one. Watch this. Um, is this, watch this. If you are a person given to certain sexual, um, uh, desires, which means you go there, um, and your spouse is not comfortable with going there in that thing. In that particular thing, watch this. If you don't compromise, listen to me, and give that thing up to the Lord, that unfulfilled sexual expectation will appear and show up in your dreams. Listen to what I'm saying. If you have an unfulfilled sexual expectation that your spouse is not comfortable doing, and it might not be sinful. They just don't like doing that. You know what I'm saying? They like doing everything else. They just don't like doing that. If you go to bed at night and say, okay, Lord, my, 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 my spouse doesn't like this. Father, take this desire out of my heart for this particular sexual fulfillment in this area. If you don't give it to the Lord, it will creep in. And it will manifest in your dream. In your dream, you will be doing it. You will be doing that thing with your spouse in your brain or with someone else. And you better be careful because in that area, the enemy will send you someone in real life that don't mind doing that. All right. That's another topic for another day. So unfulfilled. Now, if you're single, if you're single by far, Listen to what I'm saying. Um, unfulfilled sexual fulfillment will give birth to erotic dreams, which means you don't have an outlet on which you can fulfill that um, desire. So you will be prone to having dreams like this throughout the uh, throughout your Christian experience because you're not married. So you're going to find that the act itself. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, will produce it. All right. Now watch this. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. Next point is this, uh, that opens the door to this. And then let me give you the steps and then we're done. Am I talking good? Amen. All right. Look at this. Uh, next point. Number seven is this touching the unclean, touching the unclean. The Bible is specifically clear on you. Listen to what I just said. Not the sinful. The Bible does not say touch not. The sinful thing. It says touch not the unclean thing. What did I teach you about uncleanness? It's not sin. 
It's just that thing that de- that disqualifies you temporary from functioning, which means, watch this. Some of us are touching the unclean thing, and that can be in many references, hanging out with the wrong person, gossiping. Did you catch it? Uh, did you catch it? Touching the unclean thing, which means the Bible is specifically clear. The Levites were not to touch anything unclean. If you touch anything dead, you were unclean and unfit for service until the evening of that same day. Some of us are just spending way too much time with folk that are dead, who have dead dreams, dead churches, uh, dead vision, dead coverings, dead networks, dead spiritual fathers, dead spiritual mothers, dead pastors. Listen, dead family members, dead time. Uh, dead. Listen, you're spending way too much time on unclean clean, touching the unclean. You need to sanctify yourself and rid yourself of spending enormous amount of time with believers that ain't going nowhere. Hey, listen, man, you need to, you need to just God bless. How you doing? You know, and you need to separate yourself from all of this unclean dead time that we are doing. Idle time is the devil's workshop and that will produce what an inactive mind. And when your mind is not working because you're touching the dead thing, then what happens? The devil will fill it. Did you catch it? Let's jump into, am I talking good? Amen. All right. Let me, amen. All right. How do we sanctify? I'm going to give you nine points. How do we sanctify uh, our dream life? How do we purge our night seasons? How do we uh, ceremonially purify uh, subconscious so that way we can, listen to me, no longer have, there is a place in Christ where you will no longer have erotic dreams. I'm going to give you nine points to help you get there. Amen. Number one, this is what you're going to do. Watch this. Number one is starve the secular. Listen. Starve the secular. Get rid of your secular music. Throw that stuff out. Listen, tone down on the hours in front of the television. What are you doing? You're purging your ear gates. You're sanctifying your lamp. Baby, you got to clean your lamp. Your lamp is dusty. You got to rub that thing off. So that way your body starts getting full of light. The la- Listen, starve the secular. Get rid of that stuff. You shouldn't be listening to it. I, listen, I know there's no Bible verse to outline telling you secular music is the devil. I didn't say secular music is the devil. I said secular music is unclean. I didn't say it was a sin. I said it was un- unclean. I didn't say it would take you to hell. I said it will ceremonially put you in a bad place where you're in the you're in a place of carnality. And when God needs you to function, he ain't going to call on you because you in the flesh. Listen, number one is starve the secular. Starve it. Get rid of that stuff. Tone down on the movies. Tone down on the TV sitcoms. Some of you need to stop watching some of those shows, period. Keep the clean ones or uh, the neutral ones. But some of the, some of the ones is way a little bit too provocative and your mind goes there. Hey, listen, and you shouldn't even be watching horror movies, period. Bringing that stuff, bringing that stuff in your house. Listen, purge your ear gates. Purge your, listen, purge your ancient doors. Purge your everlasting gates. Did you catch it? Starve the secular. Jesus said, write this down, Matthew chapter 6. If your eye causes you to sin, cut it out. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. All right? Matthew chapter 6. Number two, number two is this. I'm showing you how to get delivered in your dreams. Number two is this. This is going to bless you. Write this down, Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Watch this. Ask the angels 
to give you angelic deliverance. Oh, you're not ready for this. You're not ready for this. Matthew chapter four and Matthew chapter 26 says angels came and ministered to Jesus. How many of you read that? It says angels came and ministered to Jesus. What were they doing to Jesus? They were bringing Jesus as the son of man part of him deliverance, even though he never sinned, but they were, he was, he was fighting and wrestling with the devil, wrestling, sweat, sweating drops of blood. And the Bible says angels came and ministered to him and, and strengthened him. Listen, what you need to do is ask God. Number two is ask God every night. I don't care if you do it every night. I do it every night that while you're sleeping, ask God to send the angels or to give your angel, your specific angel that's assigned to your life access to clean you up, to clean you up, to clean you up and to deliver you. So while you're sleeping, ministering angels are delivering you. Did you catch that? (laughs) Number three, number three is this is Romans chapter eight. Write this down. Romans chapter eight. Pray long periods of time in tongues. Pray in tongues for an extensive amount of time. Get on your Ikorobo Shandai stuff for like an hour a day. Let me share a secret with you. In 2016, the whole year, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not, my conscience is bearing witness. The whole year, I only prayed in tongues for 2016. I didn't pray in English at all. So much so that halfway through 2017, I couldn't turn it off. I had to ask God to get me back to praying in English because I spent all of 2016, two hours a day, true story, on my Koroshokondo Robostelia, Mambarostikiamandebe, I was on that stuff. I didn't pray in English at all. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because your spirit and the Holy Spirit prays in your weaknesses. Watch this. And your spirit allows the Holy Spirit to go into those deep places of your soul that you don't have access to. So when you're like Rashte Robokondo, Robolostikiama, Bambrostelete, what happened? The Holy Spirit, like a roaring, listen, like a rushing living water just invades the deepest parts of your subconscious and starts doing what? Starts detoxing, starts cleansing, starts uh, purifying. Now, for those of you that don't speak in tongues, Well, guess what? I have an answer. Very simple. One, get baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of tongues. But if you don't have it, seek it. But if you don't have it, the great thing about this is tell the Holy Spirit. Listen, listen, listen. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how to groan? Okay. Okay. You can't do Ikabo Shandai. Okay. I get it. You can't do it. Can you groan? Can you groan? If you can, then that's all you need. Cause the Holy Spirit, listen, doesn't listen to Ikororobo Shandai. He listens to a groan. You groan in the spirit, Romans chapter eight. If you could groan, baby, then you in good, you in good ground. Just groan. Just groan and, and get to that place of groaning and, and travailing to the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost, even if you can't do the if you can't do that, when you start groaning, Holy Ghost starts invading. All right. Number three is praying tongues. Number four, number four. Now this is all of this is to detox you. So when you go to bed at night, you're pure. Watch this. Number four, write this down is what I call soaking. 
soaking, soaking. And what I mean by that is get your, now watch this. I'm going to show you. you this, this, this is going to be different for some of you. Soaking with spontaneous prophetic worship only. Did you catch it? Listen, don't get into that. Listen, don't get into never would have made it without you. Nope. I'm not talking about soaking with that. That's that. That's, that's, that's your edification music. All right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about soaking with spontaneous prophetic worship. Listen, only soaking, which means you put the music on and you just sit. And what happens is the prophetic worship starts cleansing you. The prophetic worship starts, the prophetic worship starts doing, listen to me, what David did. David was playing and what happened? Demons started leaving Saul, King Saul. Did you catch it? Now, if you don't know who to listen to, I'd say listen to Psalmist Reign. Uh, Bethel is really good at that. You just look up Bethel, spontaneous. You're going to get like a hundred videos. Um, you can listen to, uh, various, uh, IHOP is good. You know, find yourself some good prophetic worship or do what I do. Um, record your local church when they tap into the prophetic. I re- listen, I worship in my house to my worship team's YouTube videos. Listen, I get it in with my church. I listen, my, I don't watch just other people. I listen to my own church too. So listen, soaking, soak in spontaneous prophetic worship. I listen to a lot of Stephanie, uh, Grizel, uh, from Bethel, um, Jen Johnson. I, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a Bethel kind of spontaneous guy. I like the way they, they just, they just go there. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, uh, and spot, but spontaneous, listen, prophetic worship. So that way, what you start getting detoxed, your subconscious gets detoxed, your body, your body gets detoxed, right? It becomes the, the word of the Lord, the song of the Lord. Why, why am I saying spontaneous prophetic worship? Because the Holy spirit wants to sing over you with songs of deliverance. Did you catch it? Psalmist rain is a real good one. I listen to Psalmist rain. Almost every day (laughs) for my prayer time. All right. Okay. Look at this. Next point is this. Watch this. Uh, number, number, um, number five, number five is this is write this down out, outrun the chariots of Ahab. Watch this. This, I'm gonna make that make sense quickly because I have to get off the air. I don't got that much time. Let's run through this. Okay, look. Outrun the chariots of Ahab. What do I mean by that? Remember when Elijah was given supernatural strength to run? What do I mean by this? Erotic dreams, those of you that are honest, come at a certain interval in the night. It don't come one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock. It's, it's between 4 a.m., and 5 a.m. that we start dreaming erotic dreams. It's never 3 a.m. because then that's spiritual warfare and other and a whole nother stuff, witchcraft, all of that stuff. I'm talking about between 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. Between 4 to 5, watch this. Between 4 to 5 is that time frame where we start dreaming like that. So what do I mean by outrun the chariots? Which means this, get up early to pray. So when that thing comes on you, by the time it gets there to you, you already fully awake and in prayer and in your house. Listen, run, outrun, outrun the chariot, which means get up before. If you know that every day or when you get a, 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 an erotic dream, it's at 430 at night, then you need to get up at 415 a.m. and get in prayer. Did you catch it? Which means, listen, get yourself up. <laughs> get up so that way you you don't have time to dream am i talking good <laughs> amen next point next point is this uh number six write this down ephesians 3 ephesians 3 let me quickly give this to you to get out of the way all right the bible says be renewed in the 
spirit of your mind. Write that down. Number six is be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The spirit of your mind, Ephesians 3, is not the same as renewing your mind. Ephesians 3 is talking about your predisposition, the thoughts, the intentions, and the predisposition of your mind, or rather the attitude or your subconscious, which means you need to be renewed in your subconscious, which means start renewing your subconscious. Allow God to renew your emotions, to renew your subconscious, to renew your, your deep, the deep recesses of your mind. The Bible says be renewed in the spirit of your mind, which means renew your subconscious. All right. So that way, by the time you dream, your, your dreams are pure. All right. All right. Next point. Uh, number seven is ask Jesus to, one more and then I'm done. Ask Jesus to intercede for you. He's your intercessor. Call on the Lord and say, Lord, you know, I got an issue with erotic dreams. Lord, my high priest, I call on you. I need you to pray for me, Jesus. I'm not talking about praying to Jesus. I'm talking about pulling on the function of the high priest in Jesus and saying, Lord, I need you to pray for me. Intercede for me, Lord, because my mind goes there every time I go to sleep. Father, Jesus, you know that my mind wanders and I'm trying my best. So Jesus, I'm asking you to pray for me so that way I can have uh, I can follow these steps or I can have purity of dreams when I go to bed. And guess what? He'll do it for you. <laughs> and last but not least, I'm done. And then I'm going to, ah, I'm going to pray for you. We're going to cast that demon out of you. We're going to go against incubus and succubus in a few moments. Last point is this. And this one, you got to be fivefold kingdom apostolic to catch this one. Because if you evangelical, you might wrestle with this one as that might be sensational. But last point is this information. I'm going to give you revelation. Information is transferred through water. Listen, you're going to have to look this up and you're going to have to look this up in the Bible and scientifically, but go look it up. Inf water is a carrier of information. It carries information. It is a conduit of information. Did you catch it? So now you know when Adam sinned, he had to sweat. If you think it's sweating because of working, you missed it. It's sweating. The sweating is carrying information within it. Did you catch it? So that's why the Bible says even Jesus's sweat of blood was carrying information. What was what, what? Watch this. He was so stressed that the the water became blood. Did you catch it? Now watch this. <laughs> watch this. All of this means something. Now I could go into maybe tomorrow. I'll get into this water information. But watch this. Your sweat carries information. Listen, when you speak, it carries information. You do know that what you speak in your house, based on the molecules, get on your walls. It gets on your stuff. You ever sat on the bus and then you just felt negative? You ever, you ever, you ever get around someone in, in a conversation, uh, face to face and you walked away with a headache? What was it? Transference of spirits. But not only in the spiritual, but this, there is transfer of, of water going on here. Now watch this. Watch this. All right. Now watch this. With that being said, I, maybe tomorrow I'll go deeper into this, but watch this. Oh, the Holy Spirit just told me. He just told me. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. He said, tell them that is why when people are getting delivered, they vomit. The, the, the demon is transferring out using water out of their body. Oh, my God, that was good. Thank you, Jesus. My God, Holy Spirit just gave me that one. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Father. Jesus didn't have that one in mind, but wow. Okay, okay, okay. Watch this. Jesus, Spirit of God is moving right now. <laughs> 
My God. Okay. What do I mean by this? Listen to me. Last point to help you is because information is transferred by water, you need to throw away your bed sheets and buy new ones. Some of you might need to even throw away your mattress. Listen, there's too much information on your mattress. You need a new mattress. Hey, listen. See, you got to be kingdom to catch what I'm saying. Listen, your pillow has way too much information in that thing. You finish praying, you go to bed, and you're having all these crazy dreams. Why? Because the information on your pillow. Let me tell you something. When somebody betrays you, when somebody acts up with you, we had a bad day at work. What's the first thing we do when we come home? We fall on our bed and grab our pillow. What are you doing? You're transferring information on that stuff. All right. So here you are. You just finished your fast. You went to bed, and now you're dreaming. It's not you. It's your bed. Hey, listen. You want, you want Bible verse for what I'm saying? I'm glad you asked. The Bible says when a woman was unclean through her menstrual cycle, wherever she sat, whoever sat where she sat was unclean until evening, just like her. Transference on items. Catch that revelation. Some of you, baby, need to throw out your sheets. Some of you need to throw out your mattress. Way too much negativity on your mattress. Way too much Way too much information on that stuff. God will, listen, I decree that God, listen, if you obey the instructions, how bad do you want to get free, man? How bad do you want to get free? Sometimes you need to throw that stuff out. Let me give you an example. You, You guys know that we moved to a new home, right? You know what me and my wife did? We threw out 80% of everything. We threw everything out, literally. We only kept our electronics, um, our good clothes, um, and we literally threw everything out. Why? Because we're not transferring that stuff from where we at to our new place. Literally, we only kept our electronics, our jewelry, um, and you know, some new clothes and, 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 and our best clothes. We literally, we didn't give it to people. We didn't give it, a, we didn't sell it. We do, we, well, some stuff we did, uh, but literally we threw everything out. Why? Because we didn't want information following us from, from the NYC. We literally, this whole house that we are in, this, everything, this furniture, all that you see, brand new, completely brand new. Why? Because in this house, we believe in that stuff. We believe that there is information that gets on things. And that's why God was immensely angry at um, Achan because he had the accursed thing. He had the accursed thing. Do you see what I'm saying? So I literally threw everything out. And guess what? Uh, God has supernaturally provided finances for us to get everything brand new, brand furniture, brand new bed, literally brand new furniture, brand new bed, brand new mattresses, uh, a, a brand new car, brand new kitchen, brand new pots and pans, literally everything 100% brand new, 100% uh, uh, brand new. All right. Why? You need to get rid of those bed sheets. You need to get rid of those pillows. You need to go down to Bed Bath & Beyond or go to uh one of those mattress places and get yourself a brand new mattress. Get yourself some new sheets or, or get yourself some new pillows. Why? So that you could start fresh brand new. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray now that the spirit of God would grip every person dealing with erotic dreams right now. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to invade every person right now that's watching that secretly ghost watching because they're too embarrassed to talk about it or to comment because they're dealing with this. Holy Spirit, go to that person now in Jesus mighty name and begin to touch them in a supernatural way. Now, in the name of Jesus. Hey, listen, if you're watching me, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Let's, let, we're going to do deliverance right here, right now. Oh, 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 thank you, Holy Spirit. I speak to the angel that's assigned to your life, that's watching the video with you right now. Hey, angel, we're going to help the person that you're watching, who's your assignment. I decree by the courtroom of heaven 
And in the name of Jesus, angel, that you will respond and begin to get them free. Right now, when they finish this prayer that they say, you will forcibly extract incubus and succubus out of their life in Jesus name. Angel, I give you permission by the courtroom of heaven that you will minister to them. You will minister to the, to your assignment right now. Now, now listen to me. If you're watching me, repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, this periscope is for me. You know that I struggle in my dreams at night and I've been feeling ashamed. Go ahead. Say what I'm saying. Cause I've been having erotic dreams and I've tried everything to stop, but I can't. Heavenly Father, I open my subconscious to you. Holy Spirit, I give you authority to come inside and clean me up. Go into my neurotransmitters of my brain and bring freedom. Go deep. Now repeat what I'm saying. Go deep, Holy Spirit, into the recesses of my soul, to the unfamiliar territories that I don't have access and clean me out. Now repeat this after me. Incubus and succubus and any demon attacking me in my dreams, I command you in the name of Jesus. Leave me now. Get out of my mind. Get out of my subconscious and get out of my brain now in Jesus name. And heavenly father, I allow the angel assigned to my life to minister to me in Jesus name. Rabastando, bebo, bristuna, bafolokuni, diastoku falatando. Vrekandi stolokonia, be brostona, bai stokumbande, vretikiando stilikando, reande no stakai, bai tolo stoma, vai no stoa. I, I command you by the authority of the courtroom of heaven, I order every demon under the sound of my voice, demons in the subconscious, demons in the dreams, Incubus, succubus, I sever your curse over these, my brothers and sisters' lives now in the name of Jesus. Come out of their ears now. Come out of their eyes now. Come out of their brain now in Jesus' mighty name. You loose them now in the name of Jesus and every demon hiding in the part of their brain that is assigned to dreams and them dreaming and them sleeping. Demon of insomnia, come out of them now in Jesus name. Demon of rogue fantasy, out now in the name of Jesus. I order you, leave now. In Jesus name, there's somebody watching me right now. Your eyes are tingling and you're sweating profusely. Keep sweating now. Keep sweating now. Keep releasing. That's information being deep. I decree that the anointing is expunging out of you. He's secreting out of you. All of that negative information. Now it is coming out of you now in Jesus name. Oh, oh, watch this, watch this, watch this. I put my fingers in your ear now and demon a sign in your ears. Leave now, now in Jesus name. Come out, come out, 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 out now in Jesus name. Out now. Find the hole you crawled in. You are unauthorized. Angels. Start extracting forcibly out of those watching me now in, in Jesus name. In, in Jesus name. Receive fresh, fresh touch, fresh, fresh touch, dream, 
fresh touch in your dreams. The finger of the Lord is scraping right through your brain. See, I'm not dealing with your mind. I'm dealing with your brain. The part of your brain assigned to your dreams now is being purged and sanctified. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, sanctify the entrances and the exits now in Jesus name. Now, now, thank you, Father. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for freedom. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you, oh, oh, oh. And I decree that every demon that is extracted out of your body Hey, 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 Incubus and Succubus. This is what you're going to do, Incubus and Succubus. I know you're listening to me. You're going to report to your superiors in the abyss and tell them that you failed the mission. And I decree that you will not be reassigned forever until you are cast into the lake of fire. And tell them Jesus sent you back there in Jesus mighty name. That is my eternal decree over you, you foul demon of incubus and succubus you will never return to this person ever again neither be reassigned in jesus mighty name and father i unleash glory father i unleash deliverance father i unleash fresh glory i unleash fresh dreams i unleash lord healing in the brain lord I unleash, Lord, that the brain would regulate according to your original design, Lord, and give them fresh dreams, fresh insight, fresh glory, Lord. Lord, work on them in the night season and angels keep doing the work of deliverance because I have to log off, angels, but I know that you you keep working on them to tomorrow and I decree peace in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you guys. Hey, my name is Alexander Pagani. I'm the lead pastor of Amazing Church located here in the Bronx, New York City, a.k.a. He is Risen Tabernacle. I'm an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ to the revelation of deliverance. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.